Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Laps and Tarps podcast. I'm Morgan, and I'm joined by Tom. Hello. And we have some very special guests on today. We are joined by uh, the Larp noobs. Hello. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming on. I was going to see which of you would uh, were going to introduce yourselves first, but you kind of went at yeah, the same do you, time. Do you like the extremely awkward? <laughs> Hello. I love it. Voices. In the it's dark. the first time. First time they've ever been on the podcast. So you know, it's give them a break, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Dave, and uh, I'm. I'm here with Ian. They're totally here. Hello. Totally here with the on the web. I've come to our multi-million pound studio and we're all sat together. Uh, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, thanks. Like, it's uh, really, can yeah. I offer you more caviar? I hate like for my taste, <laughs> but it's all right. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Christ. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for coming on today, guys. Um, we, 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 we thought it'd be really good to chat about. I think it's interesting because we're very much at the start of our kind of LARP podcast journey. And despite the fact, I, f- I feel like you guys need to change your names at this point, considering you've been doing it for how long now? Yeah, I was thinking, you know that scene from like Indiana Jones and the uh, the Lost Ark and uh, where they're like, who have we got on the job? They've got like, top men. <laughs> You're just like, we are, we are definitively not the top men. <laughs> like, we, we'd be like, the, we'd like the people who definitely are not responsible for looking after the Lost Ark. I think we uh, allow people to be aspirational about what they're doing because if we can do it, yeah, anyone, anyone can. Literally I feel do like so, your yeah. professors who have got tenure, you can do what you want. You're, you're the eccentric old men in the corner saying we can get away with anything. <laughs> we've been doing it for a while. Ian, was it you that said to me the other day that like we've been doing it since 2018 and it's now 2023 and that's uh terrifying yeah it's way more fun being the young upstarts by the way (laughs) like it's like being five years in is like one of those things where you're just like oh man like we're we're the we're the furniture now do you know what i mean like we're the (laughs) we're the people that we've won two larp awards and should be stopped at all costs and you know what i mean like we're the bad guys. And you're I like, hate you're it. Like, like, I much prefer. If you to do be... with a lap board, you're like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't allow yeah, this. Yeah, it's more like, uh, oh, but now we got to win three in a row. Yeah, just, to, just, you, to, just to get a hat trick and then then done. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like, uh, yeah, we're the bad guys now. So no, I think, yeah, I, I, I must. Know. It was a, it was a. I think it was my partner that first showed me you guys because we were so the we got into lap because of Tom. Um, Best decision of their life. Terrifying, expensive hobby. Um, yeah. And when we were looking for it, there's a bit of content out there, and I listened to a bunch of podcasts, and I hadn't. I'd found a few things, but nothing that really resonated. Yeah, or kind of gave enough. I was kind of like, it was like it would. The first video yeah. was like how to LARP, and it was like go out on the field to do it. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's okay, but then I feel like I'm gonna go into the field, and then exactly what I thought would happen. I get it. I'm like, where do I go? What do I do? But it was good to have listen to you guys from the very start of like this is how we started our journey and we we went on to wish and we wish we hadn't and it was like <laughs> oh, <laughs> listening to that journey but, but i think there's like there, there's a lot of very very talented people mm. online and this this goes in a lot of hobby spaces actually i think where you can kind of jump on say you want to learn about miniature painting or something like that you, you will have no trouble finding someone who is significantly better than you'll probably ever be. Um, and it's, it's great to aspire to, of course. Uh, we are, are not those people. We we very much decided 
uh, it was a bit of a whim, really, just to sort of get into cataloging our journey from the very beginning to whatever you call wherever we are now uh, and sort of the whole evolution of it. And we are not, <laughs> as the name would suggest, you, you don't come for like steeped knowledge of what's but going I think on. That, I think point. that's really useful. I think you don't want to, I, I feel like at LARP, a lot of people, not everyone, um, but wants to be like the hero and tell the best story. And it's really fun listening to you. I mean, it was when you, it was, I think it was E1 of this year, it was just listening, like listening to like, even like you're five years in, it's like, oh, these are the, some of the things we tripped up on, some of the difficulties we had. It was, it's good listening to like a really honest podcast. Like this is what LARP's like. Uh, this is our experience. And this is how good, it, how, how things go. And also you have such different games. Like you both both do such entirely different things that it's nice to be like uh, here's Dave who basically pays to be stressed for a weekend doing a job in a fictional world and here's <laughs> that that that's not the way Ian blowing way. bubbles. Like, don't do it <laughs> I abs I absolutely adored in the last uh, game that you just said Ian. I'm here to relax. I'm here to see my buddies and I'm here to have a good time. Whereas Dave's like, it's all yeah. falling apart. I've done all I can. <laughs> If, it, if it's gone to shit now, I've done all I can. War is coming. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Uh, uh, yeah, going back to what you were saying before, I think there's... Um, and this isn't a criticism of any other LARP creators when I say this. I think there was... There was, I don't think there is now, a gap between, like, the physical, I need to go and get my kit, I need to go and book my tickets and all that stuff, which I think is a, a, a an immediately thing that people, if you're going to make something on LARP, that's what you do. Um, I think we were accidentally, not deliberately, just were very honest in our uh, emotional experience. Yeah. I think yeah. that was something that was kind of lacking, which is actually one of the big hang-ups when you're first coming into LARP, is you can understand what it's like when you get your kit and what, all all the rules and everything else. But I think having... Um, uh, I, I, I'm incredibly proud of those early episodes by how raggedy they are. I, I feel like that's some of our best stuff is just when we're literally just so new to the hobby and just trying to figure out our our place in such a massive game, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think there's yeah, there's sort of an honesty of the vulnerability of it all, um, which, and I think we've tried to sort of uh, maintain that as much as we can, sort of talking about our experiences. Oh no, um, Ian. We've 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 hit full on like I got called a, a LARP rock star at a LARP and absolutely ooh. loved it. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take I hate worst, I hate LARP celebrity. Love rock like, star. Yeah, absolutely. But like uh no, we've we've jumped the shark at this stage. Like uh we're uh <laughs> Yeah. Um but those early ones I think are like um I don't know, when you're first coming into the hobby, I think the, like, like when you're first, you put your gear on, you're sat in your tent, you're waiting for time in, and I think those sort of moments are, are things that, it, I, I don't know how to articulate them now, right? Like, uh, five years on. Um, mm. But those are the real things that I think a lot of people, when they're first coming into the hobby, are kind of nervous mm. about and struggle with, so... Yeah, if we did anything right, it's that. I think, no, I think honesty is a very good thing. Like, I think I've mentioned in a few of our first episodes that for my first two games, I was, well, first 2019 especially, I was a bit miserable. I went on my own. I kind of did my own thing. It was cold. I was like, I've just spent all this money on a costume and I don't know what to do. I think, you, like you say, being honest about how it goes, putting your emotion in. Not everyone's going to be a hero off the bat. I think that does a lot of good for people to hear. I don't think we are now. Like yeah. uh, I'm, a, I'm a, 
I'm a I'm a diplomat on a treadmill, and uh, Ian's um, blowing bubbles in the street. I don't know whether either of us qualify um, as heroes. So there was this point where um, I, I was I was putting a, sort of this this yellow eyeliner on, and I was I was sort of doing it, and I kind of was putting on my my talus regalia. And I was like, I was I was legit pretty nervous because I'm I'm very self conscious actually, like a lot of the time. And I was like, Dave, um, do you think this is like a little bit much? And he just he just ripped into it. He was like, that that's the bit that tips it over the edge. And I was like, oh okay, yeah, yeah too much right. was like a year uh, ago. Do you know what I mean, it's uh... so when coming into LARP, did you two think you'd end up being the polar opposites in character? I don't. You think know what's it. really weird? I. I I wouldn't have. I would have expected our positions to be the reverse. Mm. Oh, so Dave's the really silly, flamboyant one. I would have thought you would have been doing what I was doing, and I'd be doing the 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 very boring, serious game. No, I'm not. I'm taking the me, but you know what I mean. Doing the the thing, and <laughs> and uh, it's not turned out that way at all, actually. Yeah, I think that, I think there's some truth to that. Like uh, I um, I am a very much not into going to meetings. Uh, I mean this professionally as well as love. And now I've successfully got to the point where I have to go to meetings and meet people and do all that kind of really boring crunch stuff. So uh, I think Ian's on to a point there that, yeah, I'm out of the two of us. I'm definitely not that guy, but I seem to have become that guy. So who knows? Yeah. Um, and and uh, are actually really effective at it as well. That's the other thing. I think like um, it's it's great. And this, this is one of the thing of things of going to like when you kind of, uh, get to have a group that you, you go with, even if they're people that you meet with there, and you get to see them succeed. And there's like there's nothing better than seeing people you love triumph, right? And it's just like seeing people just do really well, and like uh, like to to do things that are challenging, right? And like actually push uh, the people in 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 ways. And like I feel we've actually both learned a lot about ourselves through the characters we've played and through the experience of not just LARP, but also making the podcast. I think, like, my personal my personal character growth is like, increased a lot. Just through, through those three things alone has been a massive change to who I am for the better. See, they can be nice to each other when they start LARP. Yeah, well, that was very much a decision <laughs> that you made, I feel like. I, was it, or was it me? I think was it was it, you. Was it me being the, just an, uh, an arrogant, antlered little... Brat, yeah, I think. Totally <laughs> yeah, I have a question. I have a question for you guys. So you don't, you're not part of the same nation. Nope. I found that really interesting. That like, despite going, oh, we're going to go together, but we're going to play in different nations. We um, so, so when we started, Tom was already the league. He'd already happened. Best nation. And we were looking through the nations, uh, and I'd only just got my head around the fact that, unlike D and D, it's not your species that matters. It's your where you're from like that that's only mm. just really clicked and i was going through the stuff and i clicked on door I, we'd been looking through brass coast because we were trying to think of the ones of us that were going oh what would we go together with we oh brass coast looks fun i can get into that vibe clicked on dawn and there's a picture i talk about this all the time there's a picture of lady griffin's bane looking over the dawn encampment that really encapsulates the experience of dawn at empire and i just went that that i want that's what i want and i'm going to do it um, and then we all looked at it and basically all of us were like, I, that is me, that is me. And we were like, well, let's just go for what we want to do and touch base. So E1, we spent a fair amount of time together, apart from you. We spent a fair amount of time with each other, like doing stuff. We did our own little bits with our nations, but spent a lot of time together. And it was just like, 
I think it was not a mistake, um, but it was, it, everyone was very correct because we spoke to people. Everyone's very correct. At, this is going to be harder than going as a group. Uh, and they were right. It mm. was, it fully was. Um, I think it's worked out very well yeah, because we have five of us in different nations. Well, we've got three Navari now. You spread like weeds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Look. Yeah, it's a very interesting nation. But because we've covered so many nations, we have so much content to bring. Your Liga is going to be very different to your Dornish person, mm. very different to your Navari. So people can log in and think, you know what? We're going to get so many different perspectives than just one. I think it's. I think it's. You guys are like two point Like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a way <laughs> better concept. It's a way yeah. better like idea. Like uh, ours is very Navari centric. Whereas, um, what's the lady called that you have on as well? Um, Kerry. I, I really like hearing the three of you kind of discuss your weekends from your point of view. Yeah, and I think there's something about the the. The, the structure of empire where you have a nation and you start to emulate the uh the the core values of that nation mm. um and it's because it, it, like even it, like uh in my local gaming group um i was messaging some people for a game of 40k and i turned turned out this guy knew like a bunch of people i knew on his uh, uh, uh mutual friends thing and i was like oh this guy's got to be a LARPer. Yeah. Like, he's got to yeah. be a LARPer with that, that list of people. So, we were, and we were just, you know, like first question was, like, which nation do you belong to, right? Like, uh, and, and you're kind of like, there's some judgment there. Like, what sort of person goes to this <laughs> nation, right? Yeah. Like, um, like Dawn, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think this is really funny. So, we were talking to, I was talking to another LARPer when I went to Three Kingdoms at the end of last year. And they had been in a few different nations. And I think... That is a very funny getting their insight because I think if you have been in only one nation, you do carry those kind of stereotypes. The minute you've been in a few, you're like, well, it's actually, it's much less, that kind of tribalism sheds away a little bit because you're like, oh, well, okay, people are kind of playing a role. Because the person I play at Empire, first event was me dialed up to 11. Tristan is now very different to me. I think he's a lot more, um, he's a lot more inclined to, not follow orders. He's, he very much believes in the Dornish ideal of noble yo folk, and I'm a yo folk, so I do have to listen to the people who are nobles. Uh, if they're not a noble mm. and if they're not Dornish, I will do what I want. <laughs> like, but he's very different yeah. to me. He's a lot less compassionate. He'll think about things in a very different way to me, um, and he's a, he's uh, he's very arrogant. And I think a fun thing I like to do is be like. You know, if someone compliments me, my first response is, "Oh, thank you very much." But I try to twist that with Tristan of kind of like, "Oh yeah, I'm aware." Like, and I think it's fun to kind of yeah. lean into that a little bit. And I think especially when you're playing the Rose Rolls and you see, again, people who are playing up to their nation like that, you will be like, you're like subconsciously, because you don't know them in any other setting, be like, prick. <laughs> You'll be like, they're oh, cool. They're in Dawn. They're playing a Dornishman. They're a, and I think it's a, like a really easy thing to assume. Um, I think I, I think I'm struggling at the moment is that uh, my character Gella is 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 still very much me on the field. Mm. Like it's still very mm. much. Um, Empire is a weird game because it's uh, the RP is actually very light. Like yeah. for most for for eighty percent of the people there or more, it's a very very RP light mm. um, situation. Um, going to other systems like ILARP and Northern Kingdoms uh, and some player events has let me kind of like explore a few more different skins to what that is. Uh, might I say, 
just the death of your last character had me howling in hysterics for about half an hour. The the Cleave story and being left on the battlefield was one of my favourite stories I've heard from Anvil. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any like uh, uh, and and bear in mind I did it, so therefore it's like uh, and then to die uh, with with the octopus in my face, um, like you couldn't write it any better. But it was like uh, I'm never I'm never gonna peek. To the, that again, like Gellert's gonna die in a ditch <laughs> for some loose change in his pocket. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to. That was a. Uh... It's funny when I was doing it, all I wanted to do was survive, right? Like, it's a really great story, but at the time I was like, fuck, I'm gonna fucking die here, right? Like, uh, I gotta yeah. get the hell out of here, but. Um... Basically, I think that's that's testament to the 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 monstering crew, mm. all the different interactions I had, the fact they let me drag out my death into a absurd series of events that ended with the whole Jotun army basically uh, trying to stab me in the chest. Um, just amazing. Just incredible, you know? So one question I do have about your podcast. What made you want to start the Noobs of LARP storyline you used to have at the beginning of each of your episodes, which was quite ear-catching when I first started? It really sucked me in. Yeah, so... Um... So yeah, so that was uh, the short version. Is uh, we needed a warning because of how much we swear. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> if you listen to the first episode, it's literally Bungle basically At saying, campfire, right? "We're gonna just, we're gonna yeah. swear a lot, but I'll tell you the story and to try and add this extra layer of dimension that you're listening to a story of these people going off and to make it a bit more legendary." That obviously developed uh, as time went on into some like more. They started off as skits, like little ideas for intros and outros, and then that developed into more of a, 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 a elongated storyline, which we did to uh, ended in the Tower of Anok, which I is remember, basically getting. I remember I turned around one day, listened to the podcast, and went, "Hang on, when did this become a story?" Like, I'd, like it would just be like for little bits, and I went. Hang on, there's plot here. Hang on, <laughs> I need yeah, to pay yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad format because the, the the intros and outros are like they're very short, and then you have an hour or more of people talking, and then you have this tiny skit at the end. So trying to amalgamate them into one big story was uh, difficult. Um, I should I should say like uh, the reason why I haven't been doing them recently. Um, we we unfortunately lost a listener who uh, I became quite friends with, a guy called George, uh, a very young man to cancer. Um, and I did some recording with George. I didn't get the script finished in time. Uh, George was very sick by the time that we actually did end up recording it, uh, so he wasn't able to be part of it. And I've just got like a, a very large emotional uh, lump when it comes to all of that. So... I, I, most of it's recorded. I, I just need to kind of put it together. But honestly, it's one of those things where it's a shame as well because I think that's one thing that made the the podcast like really special. Like uh, having those intros and yeah. outros. Um, and I think it's like we have intro music and outro music. I think that's fine. But I think like uh, like I like what you guys do with some of your editing stuff. You add a bit more production value to stuff. You're adding like a bit more care to stuff. And I think that's potentially something that we're not necessarily doing at the moment. And I mean, I'm I first to be quite critical of myself, but it's like, 
I would love the idea of like I sit down one day and I just start editing and I get it done right. Like I don't know when that's going to happen. It's been a while at this stage. Um, I know everyone. If I do need to record more bits, people are going to be up for coming back and doing it. But I just feel like uh, I feel like there will be a good mental space for it. That isn't today. Um, that's more than fair, dude. Like I, I, it's it's I think because I'm aware from listening to podcast of why that's happened, but it was fantastic. Uh, and it, like I say, it was a really good addition. It'd be great to get it back. But also, like the stuff you do is amazing. Without uh, we, it anywhere, we, like. Dude, we love recording it. Like the the, yeah. the amount of people that are like just like people I know from work or like just random people I have contact with. Uh, that's how I got friends with Callum because I found him hilarious and I went up to see him and I recorded his Simwig stuff and it was literally like he didn't know me. And literally, I just invited him to my hotel room in the most seedy fashion. <laughs> oh, my. And then to record dialogue. And it's like, uh, oh, all that so stuff funny. is just, a, like a, it's, it's amazing. It's really, really fun. Um, well, that's a new euphemism. <laughs> want to come back to my room and record dialogue? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hashtag cancel Dave. Um, but the, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, the, the actual, the actual, the, the Beast of Breggersland, the storyline that needs to be completed, actually has like an amazing fucking twist in it. It's 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 some of the best stuff we've done. Um, in fact, like even talking about it now, I kind of want to sit down and get it done. But uh, yeah, we'll see. What's this space? Basically, we'll, we'll yeah. hopefully get something it, done. It'll be great to get it back. Yeah, um, it was really really good. I mean, to be fair, that's some of the favorite stuff I've liked doing because we did. Um, we've done one thing as Nietzsche interesting because uh, we're both going to Brickelliand. Um Yeah because the Vlorn is the greatest spiritual search of the Empire. They don't exist. And he doesn't yes, think they, yes. And, and he doesn't think they exist, so I'm dragging him to prove to him that they do. Um, oh. I've also recently <laughs> become acquainted with the advisor to the Vlorn, so I'm also going to put him in front of them uh, whilst telling them. I need to go to Brickellian in order to not die. Yeah, basically. Uh, which is... which is <laughs> Ironically. Yeah, I was going to say ironically, but... It's I, either the Vlorn kill me or an angry mob of Navari. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or both. Or both. Um, uh, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, well, you're going to have a great trip, basically. You're going to have a really lovely trip. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a lot of fun playing PTSD. I was so wrong. Is is, is, is Gellert coming? Or have you do have a no, ship? I have a, fl- I have a fleet, so I'm off to uh, crush slavers, despite what people might uh, believe, and the rumours about my character being pro-slavery. Uh, I am... It was funny. I had one person who, uh, a friend of ours, um, he was, wrote him a letter about me and was just like, "This girl at Ashbourne, like he's terrible." Like it did oh, this God. whole like absolute slam job in this letter about how terrible a human being I am. Oh, they're probably just going to say you're topping up on slaves whilst you're there. You're not actually yeah, going to buy. Right. Like yeah, he doesn't mind being served grapes and wine when he's over there, you know. <laughs> but um. And then they uh, looked at my, you can check what people's fleets have been up to. And basically all my actions were like <laughs> really virtuous. Like I went to help out the, the what's it, the Axos orcs or whatever. I, I rescued people from um, the Brass Coast. Uh, I hit the uh, slave traders in, um, what's that place called? Whatever, I'm a diplomat. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> and now I'm off to... Um, uh, crush the pirate slavers as well. So it's quite funny. The 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 <laughs> P- 
people's impression of what my character is compared to who he actually is. You know, you need to get someone on your PR. That's what you need. Your proxy should be doing better PR work for you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's it's twenty twenty three. Like I feel like uh, trying to sell people. Hey, slavery's more than a black and white issue is is a tough ask basically and yeah yeah uh, i feel like genuinely i feel like it's a bit of a dead part of the game like for obvious obvious fucking reasons right like um uh but like i think it's much easier to say these people are just bad and we should crush them rather than going into some sort of like oh, they can do this to us, but we can't do anything to them. This is for the economic reasons. It's helping out our adversaries. Like, the the, the nuanced position is I'm against um, imperial citizens and followers of the way becoming slaves. Uh, like, I don't want to see us lose a war, for example. Um, but that takes 20 minutes drunk of me drunkenly ranting in someone's ears in order to get them on side. Uh, and I can't do that with 3,000 people on a field, you know, so... I think, you know? but I, I think that's almost like again is I, I, what I love about the size of Empire and the scale of it. Like, because again, having done a couple of smaller LARPs, um, so a couple of my LARPs and then like a really small LARP, um, the 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 thing that whilst they can be a little more personal and the plots a bit more intense, what I really love about Empire is the scale and it has room for these kind of rumors to happen. Because, like you say, hey, it's hard to convince three thousand people that a man that's trying to put nuance to slavery is is a good guy. Um, of course, it is. And it, it makes sense for it to be, even if you remove the fact it's 2023, like we've, as a empire, generally agreed that we need to put an end to it. And I think it's quite fun to have room for that being like, yeah, you're right. You're 100% correct. We need to end it. But if we all die and then it doesn't end anyway, we, we, like I think it's just a really interesting position for you to be in, but also hard to work with that in 2023 Earth. I well, guess. I think there's, I mean, there is an element of this where um how do i put this like i feel that some people's reputations out of character might be affected by their decisions in character right and i think that's uh something that we all have to live with um mm-hmm. it's i certainly wouldn't want to play a character that was unironically pro slavery right God, like no, yeah. uh just me as a human being i don't think that's something that i'm comfortable RPing with um Whereas in the uh, game of Empire, um, basically religion should be, uh, in our hierarchical structure, should be, the religion, the way, should dominate pretty much everything else that you do in your life, right? Um, whereas I don't feel that that is necessarily the way that the the vast majority of people play at Empire. There are many other ways. In fact, I think it's quite interesting the more public-facing chats that people have compared to the more private chats. Like, uh, a lot of people give very... And I think this is how it is in the real world, right? Not everyone who's a, who's a gangster feeding people to pigs in, the, in, the, in their farms are, like, telegraphing this to people, right? Like, they'll keep it on the down low, but then behind closed doors. So, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a very interesting part of the game for me to exist in anyway, you know? I think there's also been the whole aspect of... Um it's 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 a hard part of the game to play and to be the person who's on the the opposite side if you like to the tidal forces of of opinion um and, and you've certainly had moments where you've struggled with it but i think also uh, the personal growth that's come from some of those moments i think has actually been some of the 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 
the biggest parts, you know, when you've had to deal with disappointment and not winning, right? Like, and uh, and essentially being faced with with failure and and probably inevitability of failure on various things. That's been a lot of positives actually have come from that. Understanding what 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 a win looks like, right? Like the the Kobarashi Maru, right? Like sometimes, like uh, you have to take understand that you're fighting a losing battle. But it's the way that you fight that battle and the differences that you can make in the meantime. Um, I think that's kind of like one of the more interesting things. Also, like, as with anything in LARP, and this is something that I, I, I'm slowly learning over the years, is the journey that you're taking is much more important than the result, right? Like, uh, we, 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 we all like a win. We all like that there is competitiveness in us that we want to inflict our will onto the world. But, like... In my time playing at Empire and playing a, a fairly difficult game is I've met loads of very fucking cool people. Like, uh, I've had some really interesting chats. Um, I've blown my top. I've been uh, ostracized. I've been crushed and defeated. I've had little wins. I've I've done it all, like, uh, with Gellert, and it's been it's been really fun, you know? And I solved a murder, so... Yeah, that was pretty good. You know? No, I, 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 I really do agree with that. I think it's really interesting, um, especially getting into it, given this is like our first year. I think for me, it's um, you you bring in, it, trying to work out where to go, right? And, uh, and having an objective, I think, is really good at a game like Empire, where it's so big. But also, again, knowing that it's the process to getting there. So I have very much like, in Dawn at the minute, I'm competing with the fact that I, Tristan, again, is like a, dog chasing a car like the minute something else enters mm. his view it's like that is the most important that's the most important thing and the recent thing has been the Valorn um, and I've currently oh, got the yes. uh, but I've currently got the upward battle of Dawn are like yeah sure Valorn are a big deal but Barons Bar- and yeah. I, I um, and having that conversation with I know there's probably Dornish people listening to now like, well, who cares about the Valorn deal and I, I, it's knowing that that's never going to be um, anyone most people in Dawn's priority but, uh, right, like uh, I heard one Dornish noble say, "Oh, that was it. Like uh, your your regional rivals or something. Like a real diminishing perspective towards what the Valorn are." Um, mm. And I love it. I think it's so good. And I think that's. Uh, I think it's really cool. Like if you if you went into Navarre and went like, "Hey, fucking." The, the Valorn aren't a big deal. You should be concentrating on this. It That, again, would be a very hard sell, right? Like, yeah. uh, most people would laugh. Like, let me put it this way. Even in this conversation, you assumed I would be going to the Valorn, right? Like, yeah. uh, because I'm Navari, right? Like, why yeah. would I not be going off the Valorn? It's, um, yeah. Because he's a filthy splitter. Actually, he's got completely legit reasons. And it yeah. actually makes complete sense of him having being a fleet uh, owner. But it's interesting because I think you find, like, there's so many different ways to play any any game that you're part of. And you can find the difficulties and the challenges that, that for yourself to explore with any of those different games. So you, I think one of the things that I discovered is, like, I'm quite, like, if I'm playing a board game or if I'm playing, like, a, a, a war game or whatever, I'm quite try-hardy in a lot of ways. Right, and uh, I, I, like, I, I do a lot. Like my, it's, it's very much in my head a lot of the time, and it's hard to sort of separate that. So when I went to Empire, and I, and when I'm role playing, uh, pen and paper, or really at Empire, like I actually try, uh, and 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 
make the challenge a lot, a lot more about like self-expression of who I am and trying to convey that that that's the challenge you know that's that's the actual game that I'm pursuing and that's that's like my win state is to express myself in a way which is exciting and captivating for other people to 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 be ex- to be excited by and captivated by right it's something that actually draws attention because that's not normally the 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 thing in my normal life that I would pursue normally I'm quite wallflowery normally I'm quite self-conscious normally I'm quite withdrawn normally I'm quite quiet normally I'm quite reserved and these things through doing them at LARP have kind of grown in my own personal life and I've got better and better and better at doing them and more comfortable doing them right so that has been if you like in a very different way to Dave that has been like my apex mountain the 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 the, the the prevailing wind that I'm actually sort of fighting is is my own sort of uh, self consciousness, my own sort of like sense of of oh that's not who I am, right? That's that's the prevailing wind that I've been battling against, and slowly I've been trying to work on sort of pushing against that. So it's a it's a very different type of game to explore. Uh, uh, you'll, but I you'll, think like... you'll just have to interrupt Ian at times, by the way. Once he gets some steam going downhill, is that he'll he'll just <laughs> he'll just keep going. I have to so. cut him off. Yeah, um, but yeah, hopefully that makes sense. No, I think it's really interesting though because I think that for me, uh, anyway, Empire came at a time where parts of my life I feel like I, you know, it feels a bit like a bit like oh, I can't do anything. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, as much as you do stuff, you mm. don't have an influence. It's a bit kind of like yeah. whatever. I can I have all these ideas and these beliefs and these things I want to do, but I can't do anything with them. And then go for a weekend and you know spoke about this last time was um, going around Empire, getting Liao to help for the battle and getting a, someone mm. saying, oh, you did a really good job. Coming away being like. I feel like, despite being related to nothing, like I've had like a, a like an amazing achievement. I think it's funny what we look for in LARP that we don't have in our own lives. And I think it's really interesting that you guys say you went for stuff that you didn't necessarily have. I just love how you guys all have profound stories about your characters <laughs> are growing or developing you as people. I'm just there memeing and falling upwards. And hey, somehow- uh, you're, but you'll, but uh, you, you, okay. The game is 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 the thing to distract you from what you're actually doing. Okay, like um, if you want, if you, let's get hard out into it. Uh, like when you're in society and you're wearing like society's mask that you've learned to wear your entire life, right? Because of your experiences, your upbringing, all the different, all the in, impulse the inputs that you've had in your life lead to who you are standing in in the real world. What LARP allows you to do is swap that mask out for someone else. And then to be able to express what that person is. Now, the the really fun part about this is that you start to realize, oh, it wasn't my character that rallied all those forces and and won the battle, or or or, or whatever your game might be, right? Like, uh, however unheroic or whatever that might be. But like, you're still learning a really fun way to express who you are. Like, I like saying this where it's just like the irony of learning to learn who you really are sometimes you have to put be somebody else and i find that's one thing Mm. that like empire and other larp systems really allow people to do um like some people are are from 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 generals to people selling stuff to just agents of fucking chaos right like um and you're still a leader of a group, right? The magpies, right? Yeah. Like you're still oh, the jackdaws. The jackdaws. Sorry, I, I don't know how but, that happened. They're just like you're the leader. What? Yeah, follow me, like, my children. 
So, so you, you, you think you're just an agent of chaos, but in fact, you're, you're still taking on this responsibility for other people, right? And I think that says a lot about you as, as, a, as a person, right? Like, uh, you, you may try and fight it, but like, ah, oh, shit, I'm being really compassionate. I want to make sure everyone's having a fucking good time, right? Like, um, yeah. Oh, definitely. That was the idea of the Jackdaws to begin with. I struggled to find new game in the league. It seemed everyone had the guild and it was very, we're the best, we're the heroes. Like, you know what? We'll try set something up for new players. And it's gone from two people to 11 in the space of one game. I so. think that's really funny because we came back from uh, Flying Lead. It was just us two in the car. And Tom's like, you know, at some point I'd love to play a serious character. And I kind of looked at him and went, do you know, do you not realize all weekend you've played a really compelling character like you were really serious you added a lot to the game and you actually started off as a bit of a joke but then became like a real uh compassionate character was helping people doing everything you could mm. and it was just funny you were kind of like i would like to play a serious character like you just played a serious character for like two days like it's i feel like you don't sometimes realize what you're doing as you don't think everyone doesn't really realize what they're doing as they larp and then you're like huh yeah, that's something I just hadn't noticed about myself. Also, the poignancy of the link between uh, comedy and tragedy and the 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 actual sort of perpetual motion around that sort of circle it is very interesting and compelling as well. And that you can go... Like, if you think actually about some of the, the saddest parts of a movie, it's often when you see the happy-go-lucky character who's in the, in the low point. Or simultaneously, when the the most uplifting parts are when you see someone who's been in a in a, in a bad space come good, right, and find find humor and stuff. Uh, and it's actually it's it's interesting that you can play like a ridiculous sort of character, but actually at the same time you can you can bring a lot of gravity to what you're doing. And that's not necessarily through tragedy, but that could be through uh, just fellowship of bringing people together, like you do with the Jackdaws. I mean, that's basically all the Navarches are, is just like a, a group of people who happen to have bows that we kind of decided archery is a fairly lonely game at times. Let's just hang out, right? And that's literally all it is. Well, Morgan's suggesting that to uh, really play into the sad thing. With the league, I need to get myself a sad mask for Sneechy. <laughs> when sad, I'm all sad. sad. <laughs> it's a me, that's a like Sneechy. painted on tear or something. <laughs> Hey man, like I think it's like not not everyone can play upbeat, fun characters, right? Like don't don't diminish your uh, kind of involvement and stuff. Like uh, I, I had a great time interacting with you at Flying Lead. Like uh, you trying? Oh, to it was so much fun. Just uh, yeah, really fun, and it got to it. It also allowed my character to be Hennessy, right? Like uh, and the way you mm. reacted because. Um, I'm really not an intimidating person. Like I'm really not. Like uh, oh, when but, I couldn't fix your friend's lung, my god. Yeah, but like uh, it, it, you get to you, you, other people reacting to you, um, uh, being very angry, and then being and like literally cowering away from you is like something that I'm not used to. It's just like well, that gives uh, credibility to to Hennessy as a character, right? Like, um, yeah. Like, I think that's a good, that's one thing I really like about the brief ILARP is that like play up what you're doing and respond to what other people are doing. If someone's trying to be a big bullshit, be intimidated a little bit or yeah. take it to the next level. Like if you are also a big, like kind of raise the stakes. Now, like I, that's what I love about the whole ILARP experience. Like uh, when we did hoist the colors, which was such good fun, there was a massive like 
uh, in the street, like absolute massive argument between two characters. And then like 30 seconds later, after the character had stormed off, the player came back. was like, hey, just checking in. You all good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, cool, mm. ran off. And it was like really nice kind of like, hey, I think I know the level you're at, but I'll just check in, check we're kind of all at a good level. I think Empire, with the, what, the one thing I think Empire could do with is more universal safety signals, yeah. more kind of universal kind of like, hey, I'm the cool it. Like I, without having to break immersion because you can just then call it off. Yeah, I'm going to... I, I, I completely agree, by the way. I think that's a, a great observation. I think like... Um, I've had some weird stuff where I don't know whether my beef of someone is out of character or in character. Like, I literally don't know, right? Like, um, yeah. and usually when it's been like that, often it, it felt like it's been kind of out of character, right? Like, because uh, people attach themselves a lot to Empire characters. Um, I'm going to two events this year, uh, one in Spain and one in uh, the Czech Republic, um the one near prague is really fucking hardcore like i'm genuinely worried about what is going to happen i don't even know whether i'm gonna do an episode on it is it the really religious one or is that a different one no it's like set in post-world war ii in a mental institute and it's uh, like the the it's it's 30 hours they give you like four hours sleep. Everything's in character. There's no out of character. You can't talk to people. There's no checking in, right? Like there are hand signals, which you can use, but there's no like, hey, Morgan, let's go to a quiet place and just talk out what just happened. No, no, no. You have to sit with that until time out, right? Like um, you can talk to the the staff about it. I'm genuinely worried, like, because I know... I also worry about the sort of people that are going to be attracted to that sort of game and what that's really going to mean. Um, but like, I'm deliberately doing it because I want to test myself, right? Like I want to push myself to the, I, I I can't think of a more hardcore environment for this. And I'm sure there are some Scandinavian guys just laughing right now, but like for me, that's where my, that's my Everest. That's my mountain. That's my, 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 my marathon, you know? So I think that's very difficult. I think, I mean, I think a big thing with, I mean, it's difficult in a situation like that, but I definitely think that um, having a big solution to all this stuff is usually just talk, just say something. So I remember when we had, again, I had massive, uh, my character, well, my entire crew of my ship had a problem with another crew. And there was one guy who was particularly vocal on the other side. And I remember we had like, I had to explain something out of character that we'd done uh, that you wouldn't know. Oh, it's hard to explain. We'd like we'd removed some bones from a hand, which caused a lot of controversy. But it was a fake hand, so they would never know. So I had to go to him out of character and explain the situation that he would realise. But we'd spent two days being like up here, like aggressive at each other, and just having that little moment of brevity, just like oh, just so you know, mm. there's no bones in that hand. It's like, oh, you fucking and like that kind of like it was really funny like interaction and go away. Is that kind of realization like okay, yeah, this is all we're all fine. Like the, we're, we're yeah. all, and then we spoke afterwards, but it can be hard. You can be like, is this, does this person actually hate me? Cause that's, that was, that was a lot. Uh- <laughs> yeah. I feel like I actually has a, a really good culture behind it. Mm. Like uh, there's um, the players that you're with. I, I mean, and this is the kind of thing about small LARPs versus large LARPs, right? Like uh, empire is 3000 people. There's going to be all sorts of things there. Um, and with that comes a certain element of anonymity, um, mm. which means that you might have the occasional arsehole. Um, it's very few and far between at Empire, very few and far between. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying if you listen to this, but 
with a 30 to 50 person LARP, there's a, a, a hell of a lot more accountability for what people are doing. Um, I've had some pretty big Barneys in character with people at Northern Kingdoms and um, iLARP games, but knew I was completely fine within the because I wasn't uh, I wasn't making anyone feel uncomfortable, and we could easily just have a quick quick chat. Oh, one thing I want to say is that the 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 more you LARP the more comfortable you feel putting your hand up and having that OC conversation. I wish it was something that like was more intuitive to when you're first starting the hobby, that that is completely fine. And you should actually do that. Like as much as you put, as much as you need to. Right. Well, I actually had to do that in D and D the other day because never shouted at my friends before, but there was one breaking point in the game that enough's enough yelled at her. It's like, are we okay? I'm just checking in. That got very serious. So yeah, anytime it should just, anyone should just be able to check in with anyone. It's good for mental health, I think, especially in LARP and D&D where it can get really intense real quick. Well, I mean, that's why we have um, session zeros, right? And that's why you can have re-ups of session zeros and things like that. But in LARP, that's something that, that's what the hand in the air is or the, all the kind of the signals are in a lot of ways are checking in with those kind of, those moments of rules. And actually... I don't know about you guys, when I'm in a in a moment where I'm kind of flicking in and out of character using those kind of hand signals and stuff, I never feel like it's subtracted from my game in any way. Oh, God, in fact, no, it's no. only enhanced it because it's given me uh, the confidence to when the other person has been like, yeah, let's, let's, let's continue, or or given me like the, 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 the place where I need to be when it, I mean, I actually haven't had anybody be like negative about anything, but you know what I mean? If it, if, if it did, it would tell me. You know what I mean? So it'd be. I find that actually doesn't subtract from my game in any way. No, I agree. I mean, I was speaking about when we did Three Kingdoms. It was very much like we planned the roleplay beforehand. And if you told me that's how LARP worked before I'd done it, but like, oh, it feels like it. You can't really do anything with it. But I had some really, really good, like intense roleplay with stuff that we'd planned. And I think when you first start, you're like, no, I want to be completely immersed. I want to forget my own name. I want to. I don't want to have to think about anything outside of it. But in reality, being like, hey, you good with this? Are we all fine at this level? Yeah, that's fine. We'll carry on. Uh, all of it works. All of it works. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like it's. Um, at the end of the day, like role play is a cooperative experience, right? Like there's, there's, you can't, you can't do it by yourself or inflict it on other people. It has to be a two way street. Like we're talking about with Hennessy being mean, it doesn't work if everyone else is like, ah, fucking laugh me out the room type thing, right? Like there has to be a certain yeah. level of everyone. What's it called in wrestling? The the no sell or whatever. If you do your special move and the other person just like shrugs it off, it diminishes the entire experience for everyone, including people watching it and then you're interacting with around you. Is like allowing people to exist in the characters that they want to be is is part of your responsibility as a player, as much as trying to present yourself as a character. Is you know, for, for example, when you're monstering right and you get to play, like it, it's. It's a lot of fun. You play the heel, killed, right? right yeah. And making it uh, making it dramatic, making the other person th- have a hero moment, but making that you can and you you can the control of the tempo in those moments when you're sort of a monster fighting against a player, or when you're a player fighting against a monster, and you you kind of have that moment of a really good back and forth where the cinematic combat's coming out, and and you're kind of really buying into what it is to sell that moment. Right, it is very kind of wrestling in a way. Right, it has that sort of element to it. 
I think monstering is what I'm looking forward to going back to Empire most. Just getting on an orc mass and terrorizing some players in a fun way and then getting the crap beaten out of me in the most heroic way possible. Like, some of the most ridiculous heroic things I've done has been as a monster, actually. Like, there's... <laughs> like, weirdly... Like, you mean been beyond, beyond shooting someone with a bowie in? What, you mean but, but beyond, beyond slaying a herald? <laughs> yes, you can't, indeed. You can't disrespect the hero of Bacallion. The hero of Bacallion. <laughs> ridiculous. 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 It is, it is ridiculous. But, um... No, but, like... Uh, there was this bit where I was just like cutting my way through a fort as a, as this orc, and it was like so epic. It was like it was like you know that Battle of the Bastards yeah, scene yeah, in Game yeah. of Thrones, where everything's everything's going off, and it's just like you, and and you know how of, also it is where you get the the movie filter yeah. of LARP after the mm. fact comes in, and you start the way your memory works is a bit of a funny thing, and the way it sort of squishifies a lot of moments probably into a singular montage sequence of you being fucking amazing right yeah no 100% it was so I, the amount of times I've looked back and I've been like I feel like I, I can't sword fight but I look back I'm like I was a fucking boss mm. there it was amazing that did really good um, but um, like, it's great yeah the reality was the, the Imperials were withdrawing and of course that's that's quite easy uh, the easiest time to, to hurt the opponent is when they are withdrawing and that because you have much superior numbers and all the odds are in your favour right but in, in the movie of my mind, it's me just, like, cutting swathes through people. And just, like, you know what I mean? That's not how it was in reality. I'm almost entirely certain. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think probably we're probably kind of running towards time now. Um, mm-hmm. But it's been really good to have you guys on. A lot uh, of fun. Is there anything you want? I Obviously, we talk about your yeah. podcast the whole time. But is there anything you want to plug before we sign off? Oh, I released I released LARP Life oh, yes. uh, oh, on Spotify. It. So give that a listen. It only took three years to actually release it's so, um, absolutely hysterical everyone please bump the numbers up it's been it was really funny like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, really I, don't, I don't get it. to see I, any numbers but hey just go listen to it enjoy <laughs> it like uh it's my love letter to lop so that's that's if anything that's that's my one thing i'm plugging at the moment it's fantastic you should be proud well thanks very much for joining us today guys uh and hey thank no, you thank hey thank you, so you for, for having us, us. <laughs> i mean like uh, we we never get invites to do anything so uh, well you're we really celebrities who would yeah, dare I was gonna to ask, we 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 had we had to get you on. You are the 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 you were kind of what started me. Well, one of the things was like, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, it was really good to listen to. Be good to make a podcast. Be good fun. So, thank you very much for all you've done, and thanks for coming. Cheers. Thank you so much, and thanks everyone for listening. Bye, and friends. we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to keep in touch, don't forget to look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon. Also, we're hoping to get nominated for a LARP award this year. So you head over to the link in our link tree. You can nominate us for LARP Media if you've enjoyed our content and if you've learned anything. Thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next week.